What are you doing in my swamp? Well, the years start coming and they don't stop 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 coming and they and I'm happy to be once again talking Shrek with my man, Matt Serafini. Matt, how are you doing? I'm good, Well, How are you? Pretty good. We're halfway into this journey now. Yeah, and I'm kind of starting to run out of steam. How are you? <laughs> no, I don't know. Just last night it was like, okay, gotta watch yeah. Shrek now. I can see that. <laughs> I think one of the notes I wrote on my thing was, I'm, I think I'm getting to the point where I'm running out of things to say about this movie. <laughs> That, so that's I, usually not a good sign. I have the same note, actually. I'm like, because, you know, oh, really? every time every time you watch something, you find, like, a new right. joke or a new something, and I'm running out of those moments. We're simpatico. <laughs> <laughs> We're Shrek Patty. Yeah, yeah there Shrek. we go. Shrek Patty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's welcome our guest. Absolutely. Joining us for this episode is our good friend, Lauren O'Brien. Hey, Lauren. Hey. <laughs> how you doing? How you doing i'm doing good i'm noticing you you both have very lovely radio voices oh thank, thank you, you. That's yeah. very kind of you we've known lauren yeah. for years guys just to <laughs> clarify since since <laughs> young we were young since shrek came out probably with will well yeah with will i i've met you probably like uh, 2006 like, what, six, seventh grade yes yeah, sixth or seventh grade no i met you so in sixth grade so 2006 right yeah yes that's right so six years after shrek Six years post Shrek. Yeah, uh, I mean that's how I view everything in life. Just uh, yeah, before or like after Shrek. B C A D B S B S A S Which is funny because A D doesn't stand for after. Like it's right. Well, Shrek will never die. So post Shrek. Yeah. All right. So Lauren, tell us a little bit about your relationship with the movie Shrek. Oh, I should have thought this out. Um, I, I saw Shrek in theaters, and I okay. remember loving it, obviously. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I just think it's pretty much a flawless film. Like, I I enjoy it now as much as I enjoyed it when it came out. And, Thanks. you know, watching it again last night, I saw it as an adult, and uh, that mm-hmm. was a really uh, amazing experience. Before, before coming on the show, I was going to do some research. I looked... <laughs> <laughs> I looked into like I I googled like Shrek feminist theory and like (laughs) there's a lot hold on there is pages and pages of Google of articles looking at Shrek from a feminist lens Um, because you know I always have to look at content through that lens Um, of course and and it holds up I mean uh, there's also like you know maybe it's just because I'm a millennial or I don't know but watching Shrek last night every single piece of content like i could relate back to some cultural issue like in a mm-hmm. in a metaphor and maybe that's just me being uh i don't know for lack of a better term douchebag i don't know what the, 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 the <laughs> i don't know what the, ch- the child-friendly version of that would be but everything everything um every joke i was like well that could be a metaphor for uh you know 
the the wall that Trump is going to build or <laughs> so um I looked at it through a different lens. I'm going to I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, well no, I mean as well and I we we've said this on here before I think, but last summer he and I watched the movie we watched the first three movies in a row. Mm-hmm. Um and it was it was like our first time watching it. Well, it was it was like my first time watching it like as an adult. Um but when when they got to the part where Shrek talks about how he's going to build a wall around his swamp, um, that was still when the election was obviously we were in the mm-hmm. heat of the election, mm-hmm. and both of us were just kind of like, oh. Well, that's. <laughs> I mean, oh. that's like the whole uh, when we were watching Shrek the Musical at our high school. They oh had like no. a huge Musical oh. number for uh, build a oh, wall. wall, but then right after that is let your freak flag fly, which is like this huge <laughs> LGBT number. So it was like in. I was just thinking, like, huh, in my high school, I'm seeing uh, <laughs> uh, basically a Trump number followed by, uh, you know, this LGBT-friendly song. Like, Julius Caesar has nothing on this right now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's a topical reference, Will. Yeah. Um, Dating the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. For those of you just tuning in, it is oh, yeah. June... S- June, what, t- what day is today? The, uh, the 19th. 19th. Eight, Monday? Or 19th, 19th, yeah. Oh, it's Garfield's birthday! <laughs> Yay! I love that you know that. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I was I was really obsessed with Garfield in, like, third grade. Well, how old is Garfield? Me too, man. Uh, Garfield's, like, 30... Let's see. Well, how it old is he in cat years? That's the question. He's 39? No. Yeah, Garfield's well, 39. Oh, wait, there's no, there's no such thing as cat years, right? There's it's dog just dog years, years yeah. Cat years? I'm not sure. No, well, no cats cat have died lives. There was a so. book on Garfield's 25th birthday. There was a book that came out called In Dog Years, I'd Be Dead. <laughs> That's so depressing. Garfield at, Garfield at 25, In Dog Years, I'd Be Dead. But cats have nine lives, so. Yeah, That's true. Garfield, Garfield will never die. Did you ever see that comic about the nine lives of Garfield? And Garfield's it was like the hyper lives, yeah. Yeah, and there's like the hyper realistic one where mm-hmm. he's like in an experiment factory yeah, and like it's creepy. He like runs away. Yeah, that's a. Fun it's funny comic. too because like the first one is like called Garf and it's like a very Garf. comic right. booky Garfield like as a caveman or yeah. cave cat. See, I think he's like a saber toothed cat. But um, and then like like they're all goofy and then you get to that. I think it's number seven and it's like what the <laughs> yeah. Is there one where like he like realizes that he created Odie and john from like his imagination and he just like walks around that. and empty or is that from a different thing oh, I know that's, a diff- that's a different weirdly dark car yeah i was right. gonna say this is dark like this is- <laughs> yeah um and then there's one more I, I think that i think the current run of garfield is his eighth life i think according to that comic if i remember correctly because like i think they get to life number eight and it's just like a normal garfield yeah. story and then it's so like the-, the ninth life yeah so, so the ninth one. Dead. So the future is still unwritten for Garfield. I suppose so. It's been a long time because there's, there's a TV special based on that too. Y'all, yeah, there's. I have so much to talk about Shrek, and I know y'all are out of uh, opinions on Shrek, <laughs> but I have like notes here. So like, yeah, <laughs> so let's I guess go ahead. We can move on from Garfield. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I guess um, the first realization I came to when I when I started watching Shrek is that. I am Shrek, and I feel like that is why. <laughs> I feel like that congratulations. Is, thank you. <laughs> I feel like We've all so. It's good. That it's good that you have me on the show, considering that I'm Shrek. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that that's. Why I have so many questions. <laughs> that's why millennials relate to Shrek so much because we're all 
we're all Shrek. <laughs> we are Shrek. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even really know if I should go in order of the notes that I have here or what. Well, well, I think we. Will, do you have notes too? Yeah, I mean, could, just. Like, do a round robin. Just. No, I want to hear Lauren's uh, notes first and then okay, we can, yeah, go, yeah, yeah. We can jump okay. from there. All right, well, the first note that I have, um, other than the note about how I love the, like, the Shrek. The Shrek music in the intro, and mm-hmm. um, it's just, yeah, it just feel good. Um, no, not not Smash Mouth. What? No, I was like the 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 intro that's like, uh, <laughs> I don't oh, know. The I'm score. not gonna say. The score, the score, yeah, the yeah. score. Um, although I do have just as a as a bullet point, Smash Mouth equals Shrek. So that's that's a good. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a that's one of your notes. <laughs> that's one of my notes. Actually, you know, on the subject of the score, one thing I did notice um, is they never... There's only really two scenes where I noticed the score. And they're both moments of solidarity. And it's mm-hmm. the first one is whenever Shrek is, like, making his dinner. And there's that nice little light tune playing. Yeah. But the violin. Do, yeah. Do, do, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... And it, like, kind of swells into something a little more before all the fairy tale creatures show up. I, that was a nice scene. And then it happens again, I think, in the scene where Shrek and Donkey are looking at the moon, or the stars. I think it's the, I mean, it's there's the also the uh, Farquaad number when he's, like, coming in. It's, like, that ominous, like... Oh, yeah, dun, I dun, guess. Dun-dun. Yeah, that, that one. I know that one pretty well. But, yeah, there's it, it's not as noticeable as the soundtrack, for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, I really like that one scene where it lets it sing, I think. Okay, so... My notes get better as I go along, but uh, start okay. starting off, I have uh, you know the first scene when he rips the page out of the book. That was like ugh, mm-hmm. that was perfect. That's, ex- that's exactly what I'm thinking when I read a fairy tale. I'm like, this is some <laughs> patriarchy BS. Like, <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to keep this kid friendly and not swear, but um, <laughs> thank I, you. I'm glad I'm glad that Shrek is as bitter as I am, but also sees that uh, that these fairy tales are totally outdated and that uh <laughs> that's how i feel that's the perspective i feel like shrek is while he's in the the porta potty i feel like his his perspective is that this woman doesn't need saving <laughs> this is this is bs so <laughs> that's the, that's the first note i have um also i just have some uh some other little notes um just about how shrek is a badass um basically uh, I love when he burps out the flame, <laughs> and I also like. Oh when, yeah, yeah. I also like when uh, you know the villagers are you know all like, oh, we have this this torch, and then he licks his fingers and he and he puts out the torch. I'm like, mm-hmm. f yeah. Um, also, I have no, <laughs> I have notes about. Um, it, it's pretty much just some basics about modern day witch hunts, misunderstandings, uh, how hate is derived from fear and basically how these villagers they fear him so you know and they fear what they don't understand so that's why they're you know trying to hunt him and just like right from the get-go it's been you know a minute of the film and i'm already seeing (laughs) i'm already seeing some some commentary on patriarchy commentary Mm -hmm. on you know hating the other uh you know any lots of allusions that could be connected to you know the muslim ban all of these things and i'm like Holy cow! I did not realize that Shrek was so profound. 
Um, there you go. There we go. So <laughs> I think that y'all will appreciate my next note, and that is that um, the, when I see the, the scroll that they pull up that's Farquad, and it's like the big, the blue F, I think mm-hmm. Facebook definitely got its yes. logo mm-hmm. from Shrek. Yeah, every time I watch I made that my, note. Oh, you did? My roommate Ryan is like, because <laughs> yeah. it's like the Lord Farquaad. I'm always mm-hmm. like Lord Facebook. Right, Lord Facebook, yes. It's always the one, the one that I really noticed is that one, and when he's uh, ready to interrupt Fiona's wedding and Donkey has him like pinned up to the door, you can like mm-hmm. see the Farquaad logo and it looks exactly like the one like on the top of the Facebook screen. So those are the two times I really noticed the Facebookness of Farquaad's logo. I hope that's yeah. where they got the inspiration. It's literally like the same shade of blue, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's, <laughs> it's, um, yeah. So in, continuing. Zuckerberg, <laughs> I have a lot of a lot of notes here, but uh, I think my favorite note is um, when Shrek pulls the earwax out of his yep. ear and makes Ugh. a candle. I'm thinking mm-hmm. Shrek should have like an eco-friendly blog, <laughs> <laughs> like a sustainable living blog where he's like, this is how I use all parts of what I you know get from the environment. <laughs> This is how I, I use the bones of an animal, you know. I, I, I thought you were going. I thought you were going to say he should like have a candle business, but that just got even better. Right. I mean, I would read if you if you look around uh, Shrek's house. I mean, he uses all parts of what he, you know, what he finds, and he really is living environmentally friendly. And I think mm-hmm. like not only is it important to to see that you know he's being environmentally friendly, but he's being so sustainable. In, in, mm-hmm. in the work that he's doing. And, uh, you know, I'd read that blog. And I think that he would be, you know, they, they make him out to be this this bitter soul, but I think he'd be pretty passionate about it because there, there definitely are parts of the film where he seems like he has all these, you know, interests that haven't mm-hmm. been, you know, discovered. He's an onion. So I think that he's one layer of that onion could be a passion for our sustainable living. Maybe that'll be what Shrek 5 is about. <laughs> Save, Shrek 5 saves the environment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do you think of that, Will? Well, I was going to say, I don't, I know we've mentioned this, you and I, but have we ever talked about on the podcast how when Shrek pulls out the earwax, he already has a wick inside of his Somehow, earwax? Somehow, yeah. <laughs> like, they never explain how he has a wick. Me. Right. He doesn't explain how he has a wick in there, but that's always what I think of when I see that scene. Maybe it's like an ear hair or something. That's what I was kind of guess. The thing that always freaks me about about that is how good that must feel. Because you know you ever like yeah. pull something out of your like ear or something, and it's like it's like relief. Like that must feel amazing when he pulls. Well, that as another there. as another ode to millennials and things that millennials enjoy to um... earwax. Well, no, seriously, I don't know if you like have <laughs> an Instagram, but people are really into no. watching videos of popping pimples which i think are disgusting yeah and then people are also really into it's like a new thing where you can go to a certain doctor and they get Mm -hmm. the earwax out of your ear and there's videos Mm -hmm. and it's basically just like watching shrek where they pull the earwax out of the ear so i think not to be uh gross that's where my dad is right now really really that's irrelevant oh my god what are the odds that's amazing so like i i think about you know when, when you know, people in other generations ask, why Shrek? Why do people, why do millennials love Shrek? Well, it's the nuances, you know? And I think that uh, 
millennials you know, I grew up with it too. Yeah, millennials like that that <laughs> satisfaction. I'm speaking for our generation. <laughs> uh, millennials, you know, they like that satisfaction, uh, and there's a lot of satisfactory moments in Shrek, similar to the Iraq scene. So yeah, well, Shrek he doesn't <laughs> care about his reputation. Oh my god, I have that as a note too. Joan Jet, hell yeah, Good. that's my note. <laughs> yeah, I figured you'd like that. That's why I brought it up. Uh, oh my gosh, yes. I mean, even just hearing the Joan Jett song, I was like, oh, I want to beat people up too. <laughs> so when he's he's <laughs> when he's pu- yeah. oh, I mean, he lets that <laughs> when he chugs that beer, and then he he right. lets the the like alcohol slide out. I'm like, this is me at right. 17. <laughs> this is me at a party at 17. I turn on some punk music and I get wild. <laughs> so um, you're hitting people with chairs. <laughs> well. <laughs> oh also another Roll. another note that i have here in the beginning that i thought was um a good conversation piece is is so shrek is scottish is he an immigrant that's that's my question and and <laughs> well no because they're english but are they i don't see a lot of english accents i don't think they're i don't think it's irrelevant like yeah i, like, I mean just, i think the accents are just random well, like, I'm sure I brought this up like three times already, but the only reason Shrek has a Scottish accent is because Mike, Mike Myers, Myers thought it'd be funny. <laughs> decided to re-record everything with a Scottish accent at like two thirty in like the morning one day. He was, so, he was missing something, and that's what it was. Right, but I mean, I like when you see like the other audio. Like we've talked about how like on the DVD you can see the other audio with him and There's his American sneak, accent. Sneak peek, it, yeah. yeah it's just not passionate as much as it is with the Scottish accent. So, I mean, for better or for worse. Coming donkey? Yeah, he, he gives a better performance with the Scottish accent. I mean, I don't know why he decided I mean, if you think to put about his it, all into it. I thought it was more like a commentary on the fact that most of his folklore and these tales, you know, are either Irish or Scottish or English. Sure. They're not they're not American folklore, necessarily. I mean... Uh, I although I was a little bit confused about Robin Hood being French. I don't know if if there's a French etymology, uh, especially considering Robin Hood is an English. Right? Yeah, that like, that's confusing. That. <laughs> yeah, I is think he that's French? Just, well, it's Vincent Cassell who's French. Oh, okay. So I think it's just the casting they picked. I don't know why they picked the French guy. Maybe because they just thought it'd be like more of like a um, Pepe Le Pew kind of thing. But still from uh, the rich and right. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. If we ever get the directors on to ask them, <laughs> why is Robin Hood French? That'll be the day. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully one of these days, right? Yep. Jeff, you listening? Yeah, Jeff. Cassie, <laughs> <Cassie>, my man. <laughs> I hope uh, this. Do you have any more notes, Lauren? Oh, I have a ton. I mean, nothing like okay. nothing super profound. I have. Farquad is some macho B- macho BS, and then I have <laughs> next to it masculinity so fragile. Um, <laughs> I think that I think that really He's compensating for something. I mean, they they make that joke what five times <laughs> during the movie. <laughs> at least, right. at least we get it. He has a little a little peen. Um, <laughs> but yeah, honestly, like uh, I really do think that that is a big big commentary on uh you know patriarchy and rape culture and you know (laughs) i might be taking this too seriously but um you know i look at all my you know feminist theories classes and, and everything like that and you know obviously masculinity and fragile masculinity is a a big reason for a lot of the 
the violence in our world and a lot of um, the the leaders that we have. They, you can look at a lot of the leaders we have with fragile masculinity and, and definitely compare the, the two. Um, mm-hmm. I also, what else do I have? I like that I put another one of my notes says, gingerbread man ain't no snitch. And I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that quality in my gingerbread man. Um, Eat me. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that is. Eat me. He's a martyr. He's a martyr. That's that's um. He's a hero. So. Yeah, I was bothered a little bit by the fact that he's basically waterboarded at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, basically. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I don't know why this time it bothered me more than any other. I was like, I was like, huh. Oh. Ginger man's kind of waterboarded in this scene. That's. I weird. don't know if I ever got that joke. Well, he's I, tortured. I, think, I, think. I mean. Yeah, well, right, I, I, got yeah. Short, I never got the waterboarding. Well, I don't know. It's not technically waterboarding because if it was waterboarding, they'd have to like put a cloth over his head and then douse him yeah. in milk. Oh, it's yeah. more like they're just dunking his head in. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's like for all sense of purposes in this Renaissance period, he's basically being waterboarded. Yeah, it's yeah. I wrote that I yeah. I enjoyed the the small <laughs> details of Shrek that I I didn't notice before. Like I liked that the the carriages parked in the in the parking lot spaces. Yeah, that's nice. And um, there's a lot of little things. What else like did that, I write? Yeah. Uh, well, while you're uh, looking at that, Matt, do you have any other notes? Just real quick. Sure. Yeah, I got I got a couple. Um, so there's that there's a joke uh, in the Shrek Shrek and Donkey's first scene that I had never really caught before. Well, I guess I had probably caught it. I just never paid attention because it's. I mean, Donkey is given that monologue. And it's just, like, a string of jokes. So, like, obviously one or two is bound to get lost in the... Which mess. which monologue are you talking about? Uh, basically, whenever they first go, to, they're walking into the swamp. Okay. Um, after the, like, that is a nice boulder. Yeah. Um, and he says something about, like, he's like, you know, whenever you have someone staying with you and, you, and that you don't want them to be there, and then there's that awkward silence. Yeah, and then there's you an want awkward them to leave. Sil- yeah, 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 awkward yeah. Sil- yeah. You never got that yeah, joke? Yeah, and then... I never caught it just because again it's at the end of a long string of jokes. Yeah. But like, how there's an awkward silence where Shrek just slowly turns to him. I think right. that's a great joke. Like, I mean, I stay with you. One... It's supposed to be like a hint, like right. go away. Right. No, I got it. I got. Yeah, I got. I just. I guess I had never caught that one. Honestly, like yeah. after. One jo- go ahead. Well, sorry. No, I was just gonna say one joke, but there was a, a junk a donkey joke this time that made me laugh, which is the. Uh, it was a different monologue, but when he's, like, trying to get, build up his confidence before they fight the dragon, he's, like, talking, like, different ways he can do steps. And for one reason, the one joke that made me laugh this time is, like, I gotta take drastic steps. And, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I forget what the other ones were, but I remember he's, it's, like, a bunch of step jokes, and for whatever reason, they made me crack up this time. Honestly, like, a lot of things I, th- I realized about the characters that I didn't realize when I was younger, and, and one of them is, like, in my memory, like Shrek is so he's the the Squidward, you know, he's so bitter. And, yeah. But mm-hmm. watching this again, he's not that bitter, honestly. Like mm-hmm. most of his reactions are pretty warranted. I mean, like first of all, like the entire community hates him, and then right. this strange man is trying to live in his house and won't leave him alone. Right. So, like, I feel like uh, he's actually a pretty kinda, yeah. nice I mean, he's, guy. He's He's uh, transporting a bunch of people to live in his house. He like Farquaad's not living in his swamp. No, I meant like donkey. That'd be a donkey, fun donkey's the strange yeah. man living. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. I apologize. I mean, like, I honestly think he's actually really sweet. He lets Donkey live with him, and he like he goes out of his way to help Donkey in the beginning, 
and mm. you know save his life basically and i don't know i think he's a really nice guy he's super sweet to fiona the whole time and mm-hmm. i think that he's very misunderstood i think that a lot of his anger is not only like does it come from a place of just being hated on your entire life but i think that it's totally rational responses mm-hmm. sure it's a resentment He's been resented his whole life, and so he just like, well, if you're not going to accept me, I won't accept you. Yep. Uh, something I keep meaning to make this point, because you brought up Donkey, and I never get around to it, so I'm going to do it now. Donkey, when he's doing the whole spiel when he comes into Shrek Swamp, he ends it, obviously, with one of the biggest known lines of the film. He's like, in the morning, I'm making, I'm making waffles. waffles. But A, we he never makes the waffles, <laughs> and B, we've never in four movies seen donkey make a single waffle i the, i actually wrote a note about the waffles honestly like i even though donkey is very like clingy and he's such a sweetheart like i feel like i just want to <laughs> be i want to be friends with him i want him to make me waffles i you yeah, know i love his enthusiasm about being friends with shrek i i honestly i feel like as annoying as donkey may be perceived i feel like i relate to him more than i do most characters like <laughs> He just he just wants love and acceptance and he gives right. it he gives it without, you know, any like reservations. Reservations, thank you. He gives it without any reservations. Like he doesn't judge Shrek from the get go. He doesn't judge Fiona. Right. And even after all the misunderstandings and after Shrek basically tells him to, you know, screw off, he's right. still there. He's you know, he's like, This is what friendship is. And honestly he seems like he seems like a baller friend. Like he feel I feel mm-hmm. like you know, he'll do anything for his friends, and I think that that's amazing. And, uh, you know, also just there's so many, like, heartwarming moments where, like, um, hold on, let's see what my notes say. There's, like, the, you know, the part where, you know, Donkey saw Shrek as more than an ogre, and uh, there's, like, a moment when... I haven't sorry. I haven't seen Shrek as many times as you all have, so I can't <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> pinpoint. Most people haven't. I yeah. can't exactly pinpoint the moments, but I think there's like a moment where Shrek is talking about, you know, how everybody just views him as this ogre. The, the moon scene, I think you're talking the stars when they're laying under the stars. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was before that, but and, and and he's like, you know, donkey, have you ever, you know, you you didn't view me as just an ogre, and like he just shakes his head like. Mm-mm, like no <laughs> and it's just so cute and pure and i just almost oh that's cried. actually their first meeting yeah it's, it's a, yeah. it was it was at the swamp yeah. definitely and just like the way he shrugs his head just like nope like <laughs> yeah and that's why i think shrek was like kind of that's will always brings up the way shrek says his name there um and i think that that's why like, i think he just was caught off guard by that and that's why he's just like oh well shrek right yeah like uh, he doesn't make fun of him he's shrek. just like all right shrek cool like uh, i like it there's so many moments yeah. where he could make fun of people, but instead he's just, like, so positive. Like, even when he was, like, trying to, like, make conversation and he was like, who would live in this disgusting swamp? And then he realizes it's Shrek's. Like, he quickly is like, well, you know, this is nice and you you fixed it up nice. And, oh, look at this yeah. boulder. And, and honestly, I feel like, well, yeah, it's, it's him trying to, like, you know, save face. But I think ultimately, like, he's just trying to be positive, too. And he's not trying to tear anybody down necessarily yeah right donkey is the optimist to shrek cynic yeah and uh speaking uh, i have one last point i make about shrek or donkey and it's kind of going with the food theme that i have so there's that one scene we we're talking about with the onions 
and uh, during that little spiel, uh, Donkey's always like, you know what everyone likes? Pafes. Pafes are delicious and all that stuff. When has Donkey ever had a Pafe in his life? <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, who's making Donkey's Pafe? They say, hell no, I want a Pafe. <laughs> and two, what is a Pafe? A Parfait. Oh, Parfait. Did you, Did you really not know that? Parfait? I, well, he says parfait. I thought he says like pa. That's it might just, just be his way that, That's dialect. Yeah, I, that just might be the way that Eddie Murphy says it. Yeah, parfait. You didn't know he was talking about a parfait? No, I never like, do. Really? Like honestly, like, you're not doing a bit. I here. feel like you're doing I, a bit. I'm not. I'm not teasing. I'm not teasing. <laughs> parfait. Yeah, because that's, that's what parfait is like a ice cream, right, yeah. like layered or yogurt. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or yeah, like yogurt, yeah. granola, fruit. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I, I'm sorry. I thought of another it's, moment. No, you sorry, I'm I'm surprised. I am surprised too. I mean, like, did you never question what that was all these years? I always question, but I'm just like, I don't know. You just never figured it was worth bringing up. Yeah, yeah I guess I was. I was always just embarrassed because I thought that was some food you were supposed to know. But we're on episode <laughs> six. We're on episode six of <laughs> Eight Ogre to It's Ogre, so we got to talk about something. I yeah. think this and is I guess my favorite. That... This is my favorite revelation we've had on this podcast that Will didn't know that Donkey was honestly <laughs> like parfait for like sixteen years. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like a normal sixteen years where you see Shrek three times, maybe. Right. right. <laughs> He's seen um, Shrek like thirty times. Real quick, while we're on the topic of Donkey, I actually had another little uh, hundred times little note about. I really like the part when um, he's when uh, Shrek does that, like he growls at him or does that ogre shriek to try to scare him yeah. off. And and Donkey's yeah. like, "Wow, that was like really scary. You did a good job <laughs> good for you." And I really, I really appreciate that about him because you know I feel like that's kind of how I was when I was younger. Is I was always f- friends with people who were intimidating looking, or um, because to me, like I didn't see them as intimidating and. I like that Donkey's not intimidated, and I think that that also breaks down some of the barriers with him and Shrek and their relationship. But I also think it's so great how positive he is. He's cheering him on. He's like, "Yeah, like look at you being an ogre. You're doing a great job of being an ogre." And I and I appreciate but that. He, <laughs> but he does make fun of his bad breath. Yeah, well, I'm, it's a note. It's a note of encouragement. Right. That's true. Because if, if the scream doesn't do the job, your breath yeah, will. That's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's trying to be positive. I mean, like he, same with like the dragon. <laughs> I think it's with the dragon where he he gives her all of these what would seem like um, insults, but they're you know they're compliments to her, and it's and he it, he he understands like what yeah, people need to hear. Dragon. You know, he's not just like saying what is societally or conventionally a compliment. He's saying yeah. what what would be unique to them and what they would like to hear. Actually, on the subject of the dragon, I actually have a note about her. One of my four notes. Um, is that the dragon blows a smoke ring that's in the shape of a heart. Yeah. Correct. And that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that... Yeah, I don't know. Have y'all like... ever blown a smoke ring? Because... No, I don't smoke. I... Yeah, but I <laughs> but mean, like... I don't know, maybe in, like, the... If you ever, if you ever tried to... Um... No, I, I uh, It's hard. It's hard. And, uh, you know, to get that, that shape, too, I mean, that's... Right. And she does it as a heart. Like, that's impressive, and... and... You know, Donkey doesn't give her any credit for it. One thing I he also... Gives her for a lot of things. This is also me getting too serious with Shrek. But one thing <laughs> I also liked with the dichotomy of their relationship is that 
it's not conventional gender roles. Like, there's not conventional masculine and feminine roles. You know, she's obviously a fire-breathing dragon. Uh, I like Mm -hmm. that there's, like, you know, there's some subtle commentary about, you know, she's obviously, like, bigger, and he's this, like, small, like, shrimpy guy, and she's, you know, more intimidating, and he's unintimidating, but it works, and and I really appreciate, just in general with that relationship, but also with all of the relationships in Shrek, you know, promoting unconventional relationships, whether that be, you know, if you're looking at parallels in real life, whether that be interracial uh, relationships or, you know, different relationships. But ultimately, I saw, you know, uh, the relationships with, you know, women and men that aren't fitting their gender roles and also, uh, you know, females who, for instance, with the dragon who aren't super small and feminine and petite, but um, still have, you know, positive qualities. And I thought that was really amazing. Sure. Um, Mm -hmm. Entirely unrelated, can I do another note? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Not to just wildly change the subject, but um, in the, in the sunflower scene, the the, the onion scene, of course. Right. um, You know, one thing that's interesting about this movie is despite the fact that it's animated, there's not, besides like a lot of slapstick stuff with Donkey, there's not a lot of cartoony nature to it. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Shrek has one line there that's, like, super cartoony. It's the cartooniest he gets, and it's whenever he, like, brings up the onion. He's like, what do you know about onions? Mm-hmm. And Donkey says, oh, they stink, or something. And Shrek goes, yes, no! Yeah. Like, and the way that he does that yes to no is super, like, animated. Right. It's, like, the most animated I think Shrek gets. I would say the most animated part of the movie for me is uh, when they're running away from the dragon, there's, like, this zoom-in shot. Where Shrek and Donkey like both turn around, they have like this like exaggerated like ah oh, face. Yeah. <laughs> that I, I always thought like that was the most like cartoonish moment. But I agree with what you mean. Like it's like way more exaggerated than any other of Shrek's like reactions for the most part. Yeah, like, but speaking, he says yes and then no. Yeah, uh, speaking of sunflowers though, I uh, while I was getting lunch while I was watching this movie this morning, mm-hmm. I accidentally grabbed sunflower butter instead of peanut butter. Oh no! Do not recommend that. Yeah, Andy's flour butter. Andy's a, wait. You're allergic to peanuts. You should know this. Andy eats sunflower butter because he's allergic to peanuts. And it was really cute because when we started dating, he would make like these special sandwiches with like sunflower butter and like all these like fancy jellies, like apricot jelly. Or mm-hmm. and he would. Yeah, I kind of want to try this. And he I would, never knew this was a thing. Yeah, and he would call uh, them. It's not very good. Well, would, if you if you like peanut butter. Yeah, well, he would... I'm allergic. (laughs) He would call them uh, sun sandwiches, and he would, like, cut them in, like, cute shapes and everything. And it was really adorable. Yeah, honestly, um, it's... The the problem, the the difference between the peanut butter and the sun butter is... Or the sunflower butter is that the sunflower seeds are, you know, they're a little more, like, gritty and bitter, and they also aren't as sweet. Like, the peanut butter definitely has more sugar in it. So it... See, the thing... Peanut butter, to me, just smells, like, toxic. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, like when you smell gas at a gas station, how it smells toxic. I like that, it. Like, that's the best comparison I can give to people. Like, I smell it, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to die. Like, that's... R.I.P. Rest in peace, Matt. <laughs> uh, so, I feel like we're kind of going a little long, so does anyone... <laughs> yeah, I How have... about we all have one last note? One last then, note? Oh. I have so many more notes. <sighs> I just want uh, two more. Oh, no, actually, I have one more. I only have actually, one more. well, why don't we... Matt, why don't you save that note for next time? And we'll let oh, Lauren... that's a good note, though. Okay, well, just do it now. <laughs> and sorry, yeah. Okay, well, okay, it's real quick. Um, it's just that uh, 
whenever they get to the wedding, yeah. Um, Shrek and Donkey have that scene outside the chapel where basically like, Donkey's just like, "Well, hey, hang on a second, you gotta wait for the line." And Shrek's like, "What line?" And you know, he's like, "You gotta wait for the." Does anyone have any objections? And Shrek's yeah. like, well, "I don't have time for this." He's like, "But you, you love her. You gotta do this for this line." And he's right. like, "Okay, well, what, have they said it yet?" And so they're throwing him up, and then right. and I don't know if I ever caught the fact that Donkey's just like, "Oh, he already said it." Like, right. yeah, mother Fletch, like, he already said it. Oh yeah, and so he just he just runs in. He says, "I have for the love of Pete." And I just think that's such a little moment that is totally unnecessary to the plot, but it's such a good character moment between the two of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, know, I just like that. So for me to finish off, uh, I'll leave some of my more open-ended uh, notes aside, <laughs> but I have a few that are just like totally just one mm-hmm. one thought. The first thing was uh, I thought it was interesting that there was the um, babe. Was it babe or was it Charlotte's Web reference? That's the That'll do donkey. I know it, do, it's like, that'll do yeah. pig. That'll do. I thought that was funny. I never realized that before. Um, mm-hmm. What else? I think it's I think it's interesting that Donkey has a sex dream. Um, I'm assuming about oh, yeah. the dragon. <laughs> yeah. he's. Well, uh, it's when uh, she makes the eggs after the bird explodes. He's like, oh, you know how I like it like that. And then he's like, Donkey, wake up. Uh, yeah, honestly, he's <laughs> with all his commentary and his flirting. He's I don't think I ever caught that. He's a horny little little donkey. Um, okay, and my last. Oh wait, no, I have two more. Uh, okay, another one is that uh, the fact that Fiona's like, uh, I'm gonna go marry Lord Farquaad when she gets into a fight with Shrek. That is the most passive. That is the most. <laughs> honestly that is such commitment to being passive aggressive yeah. and honestly it makes sense that i'm this passive aggressive as a person because i grew up watching movies like shrek she's like yeah i'm just gonna go marry somebody else to get back <laughs> it's honestly yeah. like um a great response to- and then my last yeah. my last uh note that i'll end on with uh today is i guess i just never realized so when i was younger i always assumed that the reason that Fiona didn't transform was because Shrek was also an ogre and it made sense for them both to be ogres. But mm-hmm. now I was realizing like, as they you know, chant the spell a lot about true form, that maybe yeah. that is her true form and that maybe that is really who she is on the inside. And that Shrek, cause you know, obviously the relationship with Shrek represents true love and him really seeing her for something other than just, beautiful and a princess and i i always assumed you know oh well they're both ogres and i got the whole point about you know loving people for who they are and everything but that true form line i never i never realized that maybe that is her true form well for the yeah for the purpose of the story yeah it's her true form i would say i mean i consider it her true form Good note, Will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Any you, final thoughts? Uh, well, I want to hear what Lauren's found. Were those all your notes, or do you have some more? Oh, I had more, but I just closed because <laughs> I thought oh, really? I thought that yeah. Um, I mean, nothing like too profound. Just like open-ended uh, conversations, like just how sweet Fiona and Trek are, and how like I know it's a cartoon, but watching it, like I can't stop blushing. And I think that it's because like. The dynamic between Fiona and Shrek is a lot of the dynamics that I've had in my past relationships, and I just think that their flirting is so sweet. 
It, it, you know, it is worth noting that this movie does do a really good job with the love story. Like, it mm-hmm. it sells them as a couple weirdly well. Yeah, it's that opposites attract. But they're not opposites. That's, like, the thing. Yeah, that's it? the thing, yeah. It's, it's like, really genuine, I guess. I don't know. Jesus, that's oh, also, <laughs> I commented uh, when, when Fiona first came out as um, the, her green form or whatever. My, I wrote... Her ogre form. Uh, yeah, I wrote, damn, she's thick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually <laughs> had the same thought when I was watching <laughs> it last night. I was like, Fiona gets... Like, I was like, if this came out in 2017, there would be people making jokes about Fiona being thick. Oh, you know. You know there's some weird <laughs> stuff on the internet out there. Um, (laughs) that I'm not going to get into to keep it PG, but you know, there's gotta be, um, just stuff like that. And I, I, you know, deconstructing donkey's breakdown with Shrek when he like, is totally emotional. And at the end, um, you know, right before the wedding scene and he, he lets it all out there. I felt like that was so genuine and having breakdowns like that is something that I've had, you know, with people that I really care about and just seeing how, passionate he is um i thought was really genuine for a cartoon and really real yeah where he's just like listen you're messing this up fix yourself you know but just also like to see how invested he is i think is yeah absolutely he wants he just wants to help him he's like i've been putting up with all your stuff this whole movie Mm -hmm. but now you're gonna you're gonna regret this if you don't fix it and yeah for sure do you ever do um I guess it's it's not ogre till it's ogre. Um, it's never ogre um, in the sense that it's, it's never over. So, do you ever do Shrek Two? Could I come back? Uh, well, 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 Lauren, we'd love to have you back. Maybe you know who knows. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we're gonna do. <laughs> we, we actually don't know what we're gonna do next year. I mean, we assume it's probably gonna be Shrek Two. Yeah, that's but like yeah, next general. next year is gonna be a new movie. So we'll probably have you on for the second round because you've been a great guest and you yeah piped a lot of good conversation wait sorry are you saying that i wasn't honestly i was looking at my notes not 100 (laughs) percent listening (laughs) but were you saying that the new movie will be a new shrek movie or a new movie we're gonna watch shrek once a month for the rest of this year yes and then in january we're gonna or in december we're probably gonna hold a vote um maybe we don't know yet how we're gonna decide but we're probably gonna watch something different next year and we yeah. generally assume it's probably going to be Shrek 2, just because that yeah. like, makes sense. Yeah. Right. Excuse me, but um, we don't know. could also be the B movie. Shrek, it could well, be B movie. It could be Boss Baby. I have it not seen Spirit, either of those. That piece of garbage. No. Spirit? No, we're not watching Spirit. We decided that in episode I one. I don't even know what that yeah, is. I think, I think, I think we yes. decided we're not watching Spirit, and we're not watching Shrek the Third. Yeah, well, I was gonna are, say that. Obviously, that Shrek, Shrek Two would be great. There's a lot to talk yeah. about in Shrek Two, but you know, after that, I don't know how many times you could watch the other, um, the other yeah. Shrek movies. Time to watch Ants. <laughs> Ant, and that's like off-brand we'll Bugs Life. <laughs> the point, yeah. Uh, I, really, I really like Ants. I only vaguely I remember it. it. I haven't seen it in uh, <laughs> a decade. It, ants, Ants is a lot funnier as an adult than as a kid. Like as <laughs> a kid, <laughs> right? That's the thing, like, as a kid, like, I, obviously Bugs Life was my favorite because it was a more kid-friendly, but, like, as an adult, like, watching Ants, it's just a really funny movie. Like, some of the jokes in that movie are legit really funny. Mm-hmm. So, but any note, uh, yeah, so I think it's going to be our last uh, 
conversation for this episode. Actually, one last thing I wanted to bring up. I'm a little embarrassed about this. Well, you already Matt. said the parfait thing, so. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, this is... <laughs> so, Matt, I just I just figured out your uh, profile picture. Yeah. You have um, a picture of you eating a muffin. Oh, my on God. British, on you Jerry Lane. That? You didn't get that? Well, I had never paid attention to what you were eating. I, I, I just saw like, oh. your hand was up to your mouth. But I saw it was Jerry Lane. You just Lane. thought it was, a, so it was I, an awesome picture. Right, yeah. So I, I didn't realize, <laughs> oh, you're eating a muffin on Jerry Lane. That's cute. Yeah, that's the whole joke. Yeah. So that was, it was nice. funny. And I was I was living in London, and the first week we were there, we walked down Drury Lane. And I was like, "Oh my god, this is Drury Lane!" Right. I have to get a picture eating a muffin here, and I didn't do it for three months. Did you go up to the neighbors and be like, "Excuse me, good sir, do you know the Muffin Man?" And they're like, <laughs> "No, get out." Do they have muffin <laughs> shops on Drury Lane? There's no muffin shop on Drury Lane, and also it's like not residential. It's like all shopping centers. You'd think the... that they would exploit that. Like, they'd have a little muffin Right, shop. there's a Quiznos. There's a Quiznos? <laughs> there's a Quiznos God, gosh darn it. On Drury Lane. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the Quiznos man? The Quiznos man. <laughs> oh. There you go. <laughs> oh, it's going to be sad when we have to uh, end this conversation. I'm enjoying it very much. Yeah. Well, it was a good, it was good, a good episode. Yeah, all good uh, things must come to an end. Honestly, yep. and... I, I thought that I was going to come totally unprepared. Like, I thought I didn't have enough notes. <laughs> no, you did great. But honestly, yeah, like, I probably could do, with the amount of notes and research <laughs> I did, I could probably do, like, six more shows. Because even just, I mean, honestly, like, if you want to really open up the conversation, just Google stuff about Shrek. And there yeah. are so many ideas. You know, there's memes and there's weird fan videos and there's queer theory and feminist theory and you know all of these different weird lenses to view Shrek through and all of them are very applicable because there's so many like open-ended just concepts about acceptance and tolerance and understanding and empathy in the movie Mm -hmm. that can be translated and then also just having it as a you know an anti uh like princess movie or whatever you want to call it is also in well, itself very fairy tale yeah yeah we will certainly keep those ideas in mind since we're running out of things to talk yeah. about <laughs> for sure future. all right yeah. well that puts us at the halfway point of it ain't ogre to it's ogre in our uh what i one of my notes i wrote this art shrek position like yeah, an exposition but with shrek yeah shrek position yeah, Alright, I think that's a good time to wrap it up. (laughs) I'm... Alright. I'm Will. I'm Matt. Do I say my name? I'm Lauren. Yeah. (laughs) Alright. And remember, kids... Okay, you go ahead, Will. Alright. You know what? You go ahead first. We'll do it backwards this time. Okay. Well, remember, kids, it ain't ogre. Till it's ogre. Bye, Bye, everybody. everybody. Bye. So much to do, so much to see, 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 so much to do, so much to see. That back there, that was amazing.